Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello and welcome to Mind Podcast 81.0, your weekly source for news, views and analysis and analysis of news. Um, I'm Adit Kapadia. Yes, I'm back. <laughs> and together with me are Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Buravalli. I had gotten a few DMs about like my erratic or sporadic appearances, but I can assure you I'm back and for a, for a good time now. <laughs> so, I'm glad that I'm here and not sitting in your spot because I don't <laughs> like doing, I, I like doing what you do, but you do it better than me. She, she just thinks the AC is too cold when I sit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. But thank you, Sunanda. I'll take yes. uh, flattery will get you everywhere. So <laughs> uh, how are you doing Pramod? I'm okay. I'm blessed that I never went to Calcutta. Oh you yeah. have to go to Vatican. Why would you go to Calcutta? Everybody from Calcutta is uh, going to Vatican. You know I I've always wanted to go to Calcutta and uh, uh, at least go to the Kali Mandir. That was mm. my childhood uh, mm. thing. I've never been able to do that. But mm. but that's not what that, that's not what West thinks. Co- now now they're trying to make it famous for Mother Teresa mm. than everything else. West things. is West thinks that not uh, Sister Nivedita, no. not uh, Ramakrishna Paramahansa, mm. not Aurobindo, no nobody. Not else. Swami Vivekananda. Not Swami Vivekananda. Who actually came to the West far before anyone <laughs> and so bowed to us is. Not West Bengal is or Kolkata is not the land of anybody. Kolkata is the land of I, But I have to tell you something, and this is something I have not even told you both, uh, you know, off the record and whatever you're talking. Because I have been making a lot of trips to Chicago. We I actually had a conversation about the World Parliament of Religions because we talked brought up Swami Vivekananda and how Swami Vivekananda and Virchand Gandhi, who were two of the people who went from India in that uh, historic session, how much their impact was. Absolutely. I was talking with the historian, mm. and it's it was pretty cool to be in Chicago and talk to someone about that. So, <clears throat> And the land of Bengal, the land of uh, uh, Wanga that was known for giving. Mm-hmm. You know, remember Angaraja? Angaraja. And now it is known for taking. <laughs> taking arms. Taking arms. Um, but but Mother no. Teresa, so that's that's comes to we are coming to our first topic yeah. of Mother Teresa and she was going to be uh, or Teresa of Calcutta for people, you know, a lot of people refer to her as that. But Teresa of Albania. Albania. Choose your country or location according to preference. But anyways, um, we she's going to be canonized this tomorrow. Tomorrow. And uh, India is sending a plane full of people mm-hmm. to there along with uh, the chief ministers of Delhi uh, and West Bengal and Kumar Vishwas for some ungodly reason. Why is chief minister of Delhi going? Well, why is Kumar Vishwas going? But Kumar Vishwas has nothing else to do in life. Kya udhar jaake kavita padega, you know? Nee, but if Kumar Vishwas, I can. Koi inko divana kehta hai, koi inko parvana kehta hai. No, no. I understand Kumar Vishwas is um, unemployed. But what about Chief Minister of Delhi? But he's also unemployed. No, no. Unko laga ki film ka review bahut leke liye. Abhi event ka review karte. So he's gone to review live events now, Chief Minister of Delhi. But meanwhile, his ministers it, are up to God has, knows what know. in, in, in Delhi. Absolutely, makes no sense for Chief Minister of Delhi to go to Vatican. Why is he going? Yeah, so anyways, so is... Maybe so is um, isn't this a... I wouldn't know because I grew up in Dharmic tradition in India. And I, I don't know, there is a whole thing about confession. Isn't there a whole thing that you confess? Maybe he's going to fess up. <laughs> no, I think... Uh, <laughs> Who is he going to confess to? The Pope? <laughs> 
converts. What is the number one job profile? It's a job. Yeah. What is the number one job profile when you act as a missionary? Because she was missionaries of charity. Mission. What does the missionary word say? So she was a Christian missionary whose number one job was not to heal. Her number one job was not to give solace to people. Her number one job was not to give refuge to people. Her number one job was conversion to which she remained truthful to the very end. Now, if people like me who were raised in dharmic tradition feel offended, like I do, I mean, you know, that how can you convert me? How can you come from somewhere else and then convert yeah. my people, my um, this thing, then I cannot get upset at Mother Teresa. I have to do something about myself. Because Mother Teresa, yes, she did do all that, but that is her job. She was not, and all those yeah. people who just paint around this whole... Um, halo that she was, saying, she was doing, um, you know, she was just doing some uh, kharat to someone. She wasn't. She was doing a job. That is what the and people like uh, people like us who have been raised in dharmic tradition don't understand this. We don't understand that we can give solace to somebody for something because that is not how Eastern tradition is. That is not how. Traditions in that have grew, grown out of Indian subcontinent, faiths that have come out of subcontinent, they don't teach you Adlega Badla. I will give you something, you give me something. Okay, they just yeah. teach you ki karo or bhool jao. But that is not how um, uh, you know Christianity or for that matter um, church works. Church sends people out to convert more and more people, more and more people. So what do you do? You are to, you have to be prepared for it. But you have to have your own mother Teresa's. <laughs> no, but my point is that there are a, a very interesting points, Sunanda, and something that has probably never been discussed. Uh, this, my point is that, and I agree with you that she did what she did, and there were critiques in the media and so forth. People wrote pieces or something, but politically, this was never questioned. Okay, now first of all, was this a political thing that she was doing? The the jury still out on that. I'm. I am not sure. No, she was uh, performing she was a religious, religious thing. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Second thing, I don't even think she's a role model for Christians in India. That is a complete uh, misnomer as well. I'm not sure about that. No, do you, do you think? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think the Christians in Kerala relate to her the same way as the Christians in West Bengal do. I think Christians everywhere relate to her the same way Christians relate to the church that their only job is to no, convert. No, I'm talking about in amongst figures and so forth. I'm saying but my my yeah. point is I'm saying if you had sent a not he, not the minister of external he, affairs and a uh, lower oh, minister, mean, then, uh, they are not going to be offended that oh my God, you are insulting the memory yeah, of Mother Teresa. Different. But that's what I'm saying. But a larger point, there is a big division right now, and I have many Christian friends uh, of Indian origin who basically do not like the evangelical uh, outreach of uh, more aggressive more uh, aggressive denominations that have come up the seventh day adventists the latter day saints mm. the all the these Mormons new things and all of these new ones yeah. the traditional catholic protestant baptist denominations which basically were into schools mm. uh, uh, colleges mm. education, hospitals, hospitals they have a different way they also have the same motive of conversion but conversion as a sort of a dharmic way mm. where you don't expect that to happen but if it happens under the democratic right let it be so they, they, they are the older someone, generation yeah. they are the older not generation. religious but ideological yeah and they are not they are not really uh, anti-india per se they are not anti-indian <coughs> secularism per se 
I that I would say is a substantial portion of people. The the majority are the new converts. You know, the new converts are basically are thrust uh, thrusting the responsibility on to themselves mm. to bring in more new converts like themselves, and that is the generation that is basically having a big, uh, uh, I would say, uh, difference of opinion within their own uh, senior uh, uh, generation. So the problem I have is when Mother Teresa and Western media and even parts of Indian media is portrayed as some sort of the savior of the city of Kolkata or something, you know, the Kolkata's destitute, that's my problem. That there are many theories floating around, there are multiple perspectives, there is not just a single perspective and that has never been, I mean, that has been questioned, but not as much as it should have been. The myth of Mother Teresa has been very carefully constructed. I think I was in second or third grade, in my Hindi textbook, I had a story about Mother Teresa, and everyone I'm sure in my generation knows it, you must have read it too, that she was walking on the streets of um, Calcutta. Calcutta, she saw a leper who had ants on her or something, and you know, who was infested with ants, and she immediately felt a lot of um, sympathy towards that person, and she dedicated herself um, to the life, and she decided to stay in Kolkata and work mm. for the destitute there. So this myth had been fed to us since second grade. I was not fed any other story about any other saints who have traditionally lived in Kolkata and rest of the <coughs> and who had been working in um, doing a lot of, lot of our social uh, saints to a lot of uh, social service, not just Hindu saints, Jain yeah. saints, Jain monks, Buddhist monks, all of them do a lot of um, Look at Sikhs, for example. Look at the amount of free food they give in Bandaras every the langars, day. Yeah. Langars they give. So it's not just that charity came to India because of Mother Teresa. That is the problem. No, and also were we in the awe of a person who's coming from outside of India? Because I'll tell you this, when and you you were talking about your second and third grade experience, I'll tell you something. When she passed away in 1997, and that's when I was in second or third grade, I don't remember, I was eight. We were bombarded with this information and I was looking at the coverage and stuff and at that time, of course, I was too young to find out the other myths or what has gone on, what are the criticisms and so forth. There was no counterpoint of view. It was not presented. Uh, we, I never knew how much time she spent in Calcutta and how much time she spent in Europe. No, no. Anyway, I think we should not debunk the possibility that she did provide service. She might have. But I think I, I like your other point. When you started, you, you said that she did justice to her job. Yeah. Her yeah. job was, she was told, she was indoctrinated or she was convinced yeah. that this is the surest way to go to salvation yeah. and God. She did her service. service. Whatever she did, mm. she did. I also agree with your second point that why did we let it happen? Why mm. did we let a foreigner uh, professing uh, a, a religion or an ideology that essentially tries to liberate you from your own tradition, from your ancestors, from your civilization, why did we come to extol and have her occupy such a high pedestal? That is the sad story of Indian civilization since the past 300-400 years. Agreed. Especially after uh, the, from the time of Aurangzeb till uh, even today. Even today. Mm. When we have lost focus of who we are, our education, our uh, technology. I was talking to a professor uh, just yesterday mm. who is in botulinum research. He's known to us. He's Dr. Balram Singh who has written very good articles mm, for yes. us. He's in Boston. And he was saying that, well, all of this science, uh, Vigyan, which 
In Vietnam, it is taught in Vietnamese. In China, it is taught in Chinese. In Japan, it is taught in Sri Lanka, it is taught in Sinhalese. Why not in our own languages in India? The same science, the same technology. There I disagree a little bit. I think we have an advantage that it is taught to us in English. The real problem is not what language it's taught in. The real problem is, do we have an effective environment for research and technology and innovation in India? That we don't. I have absolutely neither do the Vietnamese, neither do the Sri Lankans, neither do, do the Chinese. Chinese are really horrible. They only reverse engineer. No, 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 no. In China, in the research projects, I can tell you, in civil engineering field, in nuclear science, there are research labs being developed. I know, so like some of my professors right here, because I did research, they would spend a year in Taiwan. They would spend a get people from the universities in China. Of course, the infrastructure is good, but their, their infrastructure is pretty well too. So I, I mean, pretty decent too. So I'm saying that is a different problem. I don't think Indians learning in English is much of a problem. Of course, I agree that we should have provisions by uh, in which we, they should be able to learn in Hindi, Marathi, Gujarati or whatever language they want. But I think the reason why Pramod was saying that is because then what happens is you are in awe of this mm. somebody who exactly. has come from outside. And then you tend to think what they are doing is something extraordinary the, the, when your the, people have been doing it for centuries. The Chinese learn English in the, on their own terms. So do the Russians. The Russians are so good pi uh, as pioneers. I remember up until the 96, uh, 95, 96, reading physics textbook written by Russian scientists. Irudov was a, a yeah, great example. Yeah, of course. We so, 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 so these, th this is where some, some way the decision makers in India have made a very big blunder of trying to uh, get so the... You are trying to say why did we allow phenomenon of Mother Teresa? Because for the simple reason that anybody with white skin, let me just be blunt, exactly, anybody with white exactly. skin, yes, we said, yeah. are um, obsessed. I mean, we are just completely overawed hmm. that, oh my God, look, she's coming and she is um, this thing. So we overlooked a lot of things not just the conversion which is a huge problem with us but mm. then it is allowed in India but we also looked at overlooked through a lot of people which Christopher Hitchin has yeah. um, in such a beautiful manner in a take down that deserves a Nobel Prize and it's based on Arup Chatterjee's work, Arup Chatterjee's right. work only yeah. that deserves a that deserves a Nobel Prize by the way <laughs> Mother Teresa is a Nobel Peace Prize winner yeah. and that also added to her um, halo when she in 70s when she got the Nobel Peace Prize but um, that was also remember that was also the West way of getting back to India so entire world started what, what did her citation say read her the citation of that Nobel I Prize have. that Mother Teresa are received so this was something that you know this was a way of putting us down this was a way of this thing so Kolkata only became known as a destitute land that has been rescued by um, Mother Teresa what I don't understand is how did the left allow this in Kolkata they just did not you know the Bhadralok in um, this thing they would they didn't bother about not it, just that and I find it abhorrent that uh, the only Nobel Prize and Indian innovation Indian innovation in the 70s 80s were there as well yeah. just like in the 90s yeah. they won't get it only you know the, mm. our, your form of national world or world recognition is the Nobel Prize given
able to you know and also because of this a lot of hanky panky that was going on in her missionaries of charity was overlooked the which is the medical um, problems that were happening medical um, uh, but discrepancies that were happening so syringes were used reused. and overused and um, this thing and she says that she would give these really sick people all they got was aspirin and she would just tell them you know suffer suffer because suffering is um, godly and and, 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 and did, did, where did she get treated that's what Arup Chatterjee also raises the question, right? When did she herself get treated? Huh. Not in one of the missionary. Huh. Um, no, but uh, but but in 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 due with due respect to the Christian community, which has provided great example exemplary human beings. Also, I, yeah. I with with all the respect that I have, and I've seen Christians who are very middle of the ground, and yeah. that is where I try to differentiate between the Christian civilization, the Islamic civilization, and Dharmic traditions. You yeah. know, Christianity has produced. To a large extent, great uh, pioneers when it comes to reform. Mm. They have been great reformers globally. Absolutely. Absolutely. When they have embraced uh, multiculturalism, when they have embraced science and technology, yeah. that, that changed the past three, four hundred years, which unfortunately dharmic traditions were not able to see because we were enslaved. Yeah. Our me mentality and our <coughs> physicality, our um, philosophy has also been so enslaved, yeah. borrowing Rajiv uh, Malhotra's uh, uh, analogy here that being different as we are, we never made it uh, clear that we are different people. No, we, no, never, no. we never we never, talked about being different. Yeah, but I, I, I really want to tell everyone who is listening to me right now, the real takeaway from this Mother Teresa thing, see the myth is already created, there is nothing the government can do about this now. Of course. And they shouldn't, they shouldn't use their political capital for this. I would not, it's not recommend, it's not worth it. Yeah. So what the society should do, what the Indian society as a whole should do, that is that we need to do some introspection and we need to understand that why did Mother Teresa happen? There is no point getting bitter at Mother Teresa. She was that's why that's what I said in the beginning of the debate. She did what she was, she was yeah. told to do. No, no. This is she, what she had chosen to do till the last minute of her life. She stayed true to her profession. And and I'm, I'm going to differentiate between uh, I'm not. This is not a critique of quote unquote Christianity or even a commentary about Christians or something. I we are just looking at the tenure of Mother Teresa and what Sunanda said is what it reflected from three of our points. It's not her success, but it is the failure of the people around. And she, and to to be honest with you, they, she did not have a, much success. Yeah, you know the did. numbers she converted in West Bengal are abysmal. Yeah, the church was so angry and upset on her yeah. that she did not produce. And by the way, this canonization is not for. Um, Arey, ha, that's uh, some miracle. Miracle. She's she's done a miracle which uh, the entire two miracles she yeah. has done yeah. um, towards somebody of a, a, a tumor or something but I do want to tell all the left liberal people who are just so enamored. completely enamored by us you know when Sai Baba or somebody does that mm. I'm not I am not placing any value judgment here that Usniki this thing but I am saying when Hindu Babas or anybody they produce some bibhuti or they do something mm. they are completely ridiculed but Mother Teresa is revered and not ridiculed for mm. the same things that it, she does. That's what I was saying. So, so what is the difference between Nirmal Baba and Mother Teresa? No, no. Nirmal Baba bhi kehte Rasgulla <laughs> khao or thiko No, Mother hai. Teresa never told to eat Rasgulla. That is wrong. No, no, <laughs> no. no, but I have always believed that David Copperfield should be given the first uh, saint. <laughs> I know. The magician uh, exactly. from Vegas. Exactly. You know, no, why did you talk about him and not PC Sorkar? This is the bias you guys have <laughs> against Indian magicians. You can talk about PC Sorkar or no, K. Lal from Gujarat, but why David but, Copperfield? But, but larger point. Larger, larger point, point is 
that uh-huh. i think there is lot of awareness i see it every day every other day on social media that uh, some or the other person is posting a video of this fake conversion rackets that are happening are with everybody people screaming and crawling on the ground and getting uh, it so happens in andhra pradesh and for a few bucks you know for 100 mm-hmm. rupees they they act this thing and go away and then pray, pray at the temple unfortunately white, <laughs> white missionaries are such naive people just like the jihadists you know jihadists at least uh, has convinced that he'll give up his life for his cause but a white christian missionary is somehow convinced and brainwashed that they can go to india and convert that person after spending the hard earned tax payers dollars of the united states aise thodi hota hai unanimous roma sab mit gaye jahan se ab tak bacha hai namo nishan hamara kya baat hai is baat is baat pe bhi end this efforts have gone waste absolutely before we get to our uh, next topic um i do want to say that this is mindmakers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mindmakers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashish which is me so before we start going to start the podcast i was going to record a segment of pramod just laughing Uh, in uh, honor of navjot singh siddhu forming a new political front in punjab <laughs> so guru chha gaye guru karke you know somebody asked me why is it called awaaz e punjab it should have been if it is a party for punjab and for punjab it should have been punjab di awaaz why is it not punjab di awaaz no because the awaaz comes first comes first <laughs> then punjab comes next <laughs> because it is awaaz e punjab so when you were talking about siddhu ji's political comedy avatar all you hear is awaaz Yeah. and then political avatar suddenly punjab comes as well <laughs> what a joker i said um there have been there have been zero instances where people have or um, let's say charismatic people have broken out from the party and have done anything else <laughs> yadurappa came back kalyan singh at one time remember he yeah. had to come back so i was kalyan singh multiple times multiple times so i am saying at best he will go the yadurappa way in two years he will merge back with bjp yeah. or he will just uh, no there is a list of people it is just <laughs> kalyan singh you have uma bharti yeah uma bharti remember ha huh? uma bharti famously you know went into that uh, uh, central meeting stormed uh-huh. off came and then stormed back in again yeah. so uh, the problem is not about that the i think the what siddhu was trying see it was clear that all he wanted to be was a chief minister or candidate for amadmi party ya koi bhi kya party usko bana de and that hollowness was exposed he gave away rajya sabha uh, i'll tell you something the the day when the rajya sabha resignation was given uh, i uh, i remember someone the main you were discussing about that you were in india when that happened i yeah. think and we're saying that this is a big blow because perceptionally aisa lagega that bjp does not have it in them to take the people that take on the people that siddhu was accusing of what happened two months after is was a bitter power mongering that siddhu was bargaining with everyone ke bhai mujhe cm ka candidate ab bana do and that who else is in this front with uh, our, of uh, because i saw four people on the some, poster no you are asking who is in the back acha <laughs> <laughs> he is in the front he is in the front no no some some um, um, <laughs> non-descript people who Achha, you don't even name no them. some uh, hockey player Pargat uh, Singh Pargat Singh Pargat Singh, Haan, Pargat Singh. Oh. he was with Akali's hmm. so he is I with them and don't say non-descript no not non-descript <laughs> is not Pargat Singh non-descript <laughs> is uh, two other people <laughs> I'm very touchy about my sportsmen no, no, no. so other no, other uh, <laughs> or sportswoman I mean sports people sports persons yeah Haan. but yeah. some other nothing no, no political 
whether yeah, it is punjab or not punjab like i, I think said, karnataka yadrappa will come back come back to power mm-hmm. and you see no the tough fight you see the tough fight but karnataka and yeah and there were you know just on a psychological side or something i i would always think when i was growing up and stuff and i was watching elections but three people whom vajpayee would never take on bjp individually was bala saheb thakre other is prakash singh badal and third is george fernandes right. Mm. Right. the three allies and uh, that's what happened after george fernandes yeah. jdu ka split hua after bal thakre shiv sena ko right now they are back together but uddhav thakre is like literally mujhe chhodo you know <laughs> mujhe chhodo he is ready to uh, walk out but he knows he has no future another important elections which people don't talk about in 2017 is the brahman mumbai municipal corporation elections right. and in that election according to many sources that i have heard in bombay bjp seriously contemplating going it alone if bjp after a long time uh, first if they time, go it alone time. then they, it will be midterm elections because shivsena will uh, withdraw support but devin no, fadnavis is uh, doing uh, such an excellent job that he might run back to power exactly and if that they, is the confidence if, if, if they win the bmc elections shivsena will not withdraw support before because agar right agar shivsena ki bmc mein zarurat padi to right. bmc is a 22000 crore body organization it's yeah. i think the Maybe budget of bmc is no is bigger than the state of kerala it's that big if sena loses that shiv sena is finished right yeah it is there, just there is nothing for it nothing then. at all yeah. it is finished so that's the most they'll fight for their survival and do not discount the sena the organization of sena in bombay yeah, is unparalleled yeah. i i came from bombay last year and i saw mumbai you know <laughs> for people who might get offended on that name uh, i saw bjp flags as many times as shiv sena flags it was the first time after a long time but every 500 feet 1 km 2 km you'll see a sena booth or what wahan ka local aadmi aapko aapki help karega xyz so that network is no other party has it yeah. so anyways uh, quickly moving on to other political news this week uh, we are uh, i think we are not going to be talking about the ministers of delhi uh, Uh, I mean, it's pointless to That's discuss just, about. You that. mean the ones in power or the ones who got sacked? होगा क्या कुमार विश्वास to for would laugh from but behind thought, in the kumar, political rallies of punjab and that would be like the then, perfect thing but then they, i didn't he say that kumar vishwas was <laughs> being projected for up huh? that was the, the he, plan right you mean the guy who got a grand Yogi total of yogendra yadav was for like haryana there was uh, this man what is this joy uh, <laughs> where was prashant bhushan for तेलंगाना विच इज नॉट पार्ट ऑफ दी एनडीएड बिहार 
five states that well, and the ones remaining were Rajasthan, which Vasundhara will definitely pass. So they already have the required number of states they need to ratify to send it to the. They got the tough ones first. I think the ones that are difficult. Telangana is very interesting. I have to say this. Sudhir Kumar, our good friend, tweeted that Telangana Assembly sat for only one day to pass GST. They are going to be part of the NDA next time. You yeah, see, almost. you watch this. You have said that for a long time. Said, but what <laughs> I'm not aware, why the heck did West Bengal postpone a discussion on GST? No, because the problem with GST... Were they busy with the canonization? No. Achha. The problem with GST is the person, the rate and the kind yeah. of, uh, you know, they are, they are now debating whether the GST rate will be 16% or 18% and all that. All that and is taking place. Ma- but NDA, I want to ask you something, a quick answer. I know Adil wants to move ahead. Will um, Chandrababu Naidu and KCR be in NDA together? They, I mean, no. Chandrababu Naidu again is big, big uh, vote for scam, uh, no, uh, no, again scam that he uh, KCR could get Chandrababu Naidu arrested. He has now just got respite from the high court, again, anti-corruption bureau. Is that bureau the Revan Reddy thing? Yeah, uh, he's still uh, And you know an interesting thing, uh, who is who is the father-in-law of Revan Reddy? Mm-hmm. Jaipal Reddy from the Congress. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I'm not joking. And he's a, he was an ex-petroleum minister. And of that India. is why this ratcheting up of the special category status because he knew yeah. that his life is in KCR's hand and KCR yeah. is co-towing to <laughs> Prime Minister because if he leaves, who cares? For, KCR for, will come into India. For, for, a, for a detailed discussion on the Andhra politics, yeah. refer to about four podcasts back where me and Pramod had a no-holds-barred and then yeah. we got... Uh, Look up the tweets. <laughs> we got they, they about hundred they could, tweets. They, they thought they could troll me, uh, but, uh, but they got trolled back. My goodness! I mean, we had. I think I, our timelines were just filled with 100, uh, 200 uh, tweets. But anyways, um, so refer to that. We have said what we want to say in that. So, so anyways, uh, that that's the political wrap up for this week. Uh, we'll be back with Modi in Vietnam. So, Prime Minister Modi is on a trip from the land of the fur to the land of the golden dragon he's on a trip he just took gave a no. excellent interview huh. and then took off to uh, um, vietnam from so what is happening i don't think he's on a trip he's making sure others trip <laughs> and huh. he's making sure others trip so he's on a trip himself and he's making others the interview was quite well received um, he spoke about a lot of um, uh, issues. I, I, I was I, I watched the interview later, and uh, there were allegations that soft questions were bald. And I didn't think necessarily soft questions were bald. Um, uh, he 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 did say what he had to speak. I mean, he did talk about the agenda for BJP. He did talk about the agenda of his country. He did talk about. Uh, he had some very harsh words for the media. Um, so I, I I didn't necessarily think that there were any easy questions uh, thing, and after that he mm. went to Vietnam, and Vietnam we of course know it is very it's always interesting to go to Vietnam and then go to um, China. So it has always happened. He so if he will go to Saudi Arabia, he'll make sure he'll go to Iran also. If there is an outreach to uh, <laughs> no no well China is for G20 and all. No, but, but otherwise also. But Vietnam, you have to see in perspective. Baluchistan, POK, Vietnam are all a part of this grand strategy building up against China. I would even put and US Pakistan. there. Yeah. No no Pakistan now India is playing at a different level yeah. where they are looking at Pakistan as a Chinese colony. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm using choosing my words very carefully. Ki China is now using Pakistan as for their one belt, one road, and that yeah. is the only thing they're concerned about. So they're saying if we have to take pot shot at Pakistan, we have to do via China. Yeah. So the road to uh, Islamabad is now has moved from via DC to via Beijing. 
not just that indian diplomacy has finally come to a point where they have realized that it's all wonderful to be uh, to know who you are and to safeguard your interests but safeguarding your interests also means having a say on the world stage about this so we were um, that non aligned thing had just bitten us so much that we were we had become so inclusive ki hum bas apna karenge we'll take care of ourselves and we will not worry about what is happening not realizing that we cannot take care of ourselves okay. if we don't have a presence on the world stage okay. so we are coming out of that non aligned that with um, lemoa we are finally out of the non aligned um, finally yeah nonsense we have um, buried it now for for good so and then and we are also having a say on world uh, stage we you are know, going to know, speak about what, balochistan what we are going to have irritants for other people as well um, mm. you know we are mm. not just going to be um, uh, before before pramod yeah. comes in this is something i want to quote from the interview because you talked about it because he was asked a question that uh, you you're saying that there is a saying that latians does not like you So this this was Modi's response. That, yeah. He's like, what happened with Sardar Patel? He was presented as a simple man from the village. With Murarji Desai, the focus was not on his achievements or criticisms of his policies, but it was about what he drank. Uh, with Deve Gowda, uh, he was a farmer's son, but they only talked that he only sleeps. And even what happened with the supremely talented Ambedkar, who they are appropriating today, they never did that. Same with Charan Singh. So he said that I, it is better if I don't associate myself with Latians Delhi. I am better connected with the people of India. That, that was, was the best. Was, response anyways promote go no, ahead lemo is a path breaking uh, you know uh, <clears throat> kind of uh, uh, direction that india has taken uh, for the first time india will be able to use united states uh, infrastructure military infrastructure that is spread all across the world to launch its own operations which means tomorrow if india really wants to launch a military strike deep into china they they can do that off of philippines they can do that from american samoa they can do that from guam they can do that from diego garcia they can do that from bahrain yeah. you know this is china is the re, i mean china is sweating like never before these people thought that the friend hand hand of friendship that india was ex- extending was going to be for uh, there forever yeah. you know when in 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 his own naivety mm. uh, nehru extended the panchshil accord towards china china came back and bit us hard mm. the lesson should have been learned at that time that china treats india as a competition and as a uh, as a, 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 a not an enemy per se but as a competition that has to be kept busy in its own mm. intrigue mm. and they used china pakistan to a large extent they thought they could use myanmar to a large mm. extent now india has countered that effectively <coughs> and with uh, modi landing in vietnam extending 500 million dollars in uh, uh, credit line and all of that is just tokenism at best you know exactly. opening exactly. up that technology center giving brahmos missiles or your uh, ability for them to also uh, utilize indian satellites is all very big tokenism but what that does is sunanda ji from the south of china india can land its troops into vietnam and attack china and go inland can you believe that this is the first time india has dared to say to china yeah. that you can do whatever you you can put a, a stealth fighter jet in uh, southern tibet and try to pose your uh, you know so called sanzu uh, art of war at us yeah. but we we are i mean we taught you your your ancestors what they know today absolutely. come on buddy absolutely i mean if absolutely. chinese think they are so smart and they want to bleed india through pakistan 
then oh my god you will need blood blood transfusion all the time <laughs> and first of all i want to debunk this nonsense about lemoa that congress was saying so giving about our strategic uh, stealth or whatever i'm pretty no, sure no they thought that america is going to make a base some defense base no, yeah thought? they don't i mean uh-huh. that's so, so acidic which so, is which is so funny because this was something that was going on for 10 years of uh, manmohan singh regime Sh- shekhar gupta actually funny, they should funny. they should take the page out of uh, uh, prime minister jawalal nehru prime minister jawalal nehru and then eventually lal bahadur shastri and uh, even indira gandhi to a certain extent uh, to uh, uh, to very few extent little extent they you know you were very much closely allied with the united states so much so that when china was uh, exploding its nuclear bomb in lopnor in uh, 64 yeah. india was spying on behalf of the united states yeah by planting all your uh, listening devices in the kanchanjunga yeah what kind of i mean congress is such a no and that's what shekhar gupta called them cold war warriors oh, he was just joking oh, yeah. but anyways uh, cold coffee warriors <laughs> No, but uh, because of A K Anthony, this did not go through. Probably yeah. Manmohan Singh is a very happy man today, as a lot of people were saying. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, before before we wrap up and before we come to the recommendations, I guess this this these were the highlights of the week. And uh, Sunanda, do you want to go on strike lately? Um, I want to go on strike against you. Yes, you make me work. Ah, uh-huh, no, I was going to no because the reason I was saying was because leftists went on strike in I India suddenly. And it's so funny, you know. The only day when Guru Das Das Gupta is asked for interviews <laughs> <laughs> because this was with the All India Trade Union Congress. It's such a uh, <coughs> funny thing in this day and age. You're going on strikes and buns. What does it mean? And I have a lot But of jokes about that. I'll share those off the record. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's. But other than Kerala, I don't think it had much. Uh, Not. Right. Even in Bengal, no, right? not even in Bengal. No, she went against it. She said no. Um, uh, Mamta Banerjee, <laughs> she was there. There was Mamta zero. Mamta only believes in counter strike. I know. <laughs> there was zero organizational support to the band. So who's going to do the band? You know, it's only the uh, either the Gundaga. It fizzled out. It fizzled, ah, it fizzled out. out. Ah. It fizzled out completely. So, anyways, uh, let's go with the recommendations. Promote your recommendations. I love this book. I just begin to read this. Sunanda ji, it's there on Kindle. Adit, mm. we. had an interview with the gentleman uh, called nilesh oak yes. who wrote the book when did mahabharata war begin or oh, sorry sorry war, uh, when did the mahabharata war happen mm-hmm. the mystery of arundhati <coughs> this is based on uh, nilesh oak's research uh, using a software called planetarium uh, which basically maps certain historical events that mm-hmm. happened in india uh, beginning from the time of rama to krishna and uh, to a certain extent till uh, very recently mm-hmm. using the mapping of the arundhati vasishta nakshatra placement yeah. which once a hindu gets married the first thing the, the bride and bridegroom are shown is the arundhati nakshatra right Correct. so based on that whole concept he has written a book and actually tried to predict using that software the date of the mahabharata war to be somewhere in 5000 bc 5300 bc i've just begun to read the methodology and i, I probably will take time to finish it what about you sunanda you cannot say ay dil e mushkil title song oh i was going to say that no, i'm kidding i've been i've been so addicted to so that. am i but you cannot say that i cannot so. say that no i have a different recommendation i would really like all the listeners this week to uh, go to youtube and watch this documentary called hell's angel by christopher hitchens it is a brilliant takedown of the myth of teresa it is a brilliant takedown of a woman who just took everyone for a ride and how 
how her how there this behind the halo there is so much dust there is so much dirt there is so much some murkiness mm. Mm. and this is a brilliant investigative piece of journalism by Christopher Hitchens Hell's Angel go to YouTube now and if you haven't watched it make sure you watch it if you have watched it watch it again uh, and um, that's and, and her secondary her sec second documentary is also very interesting yes but, uh, and which I, is, I, if, which if is a very was, provocative title actually I know, if it was up to me I would give Christopher Hitchens um, Nobel just for that investigative mm -hmm. documentary it's oh, brilliant uh, one. Yeah. but yeah I download it from so my <laughs> my recommendation is a, is a TV series I don't know why I haven't recommended earlier it's called The Newsroom it was an HBO from 2012 to 2014. It was only uh, a three, only on for three years. It was written by uh, a brilliant screenwriter called Aaron Sorkin, who has written A Few Good Men, The Social Network, and all that. And your uh, big NBC show about uh, with Martin Sheen okay. about the president, um, the, West the, oh, the West Wing. Yeah, so of that. So of course, Aaron Sorkin's political leanings are left of center, and but the central character is shown as Republican, and he takes on the Tea Party and so forth. So political messages aside, you know. Sorkin has always been political. Just for the sh the way they present the news and for acting, for the performances of Jeff Daniels, who plays the main actor, and Sam Waterston, who plays Charlie Skinner, the president of the news division. It is an outstanding show. Um, I, I, see, I saw that clipping. Is that yeah? Why is America girl? not the greatest country right, in the world? I, I that is the first scene of the show. Okay. Just imagine how good the show is. Just the first and the, yeah, you 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 are not ex and you are not expecting this. Okay, I, when I started watching, I saw the first five minutes and just blew my socks off. So Aaron Sorkin's newsroom, watch it. And especially, I would have loved to see what he says on the current election. And yes, we have still not said anything about Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. We'll only come to that once the debate starts. There is I nothing agree. more to add. Uh, Except for Anthony Weiner making an ass of himself again, <laughs> so <laughs> acting as predicted. I mean, he is a complete idiot. So, anyways, uh, with that, we end this week's podcast. Uh, fascinating discussion. Please write to us. Please tune in. Support Mindmakers, and if you like what we're doing or hate what we're doing, write to us uh, at info@mind.net or tweet to us on uh, Twitter or uh, like us on Facebook and post post in our comment wall. Till then, this is uh, goodbye from all of us. I will see you next time. Thanks.